Well, 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 well. Hello, folks, and welcome. That was, <laughs> do that we was, the what? That was sweet, nifty. right? That was nice. That was a nice one. This is the American Soccer Podcast, in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know about the U.S. Boys National Team. I'm Clayton, and I'm a rapper. I'm Ty. I'm a web designer. And the Wheel of Nats. Especially the 2022 <laughs> World Cup squad. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. The game, it was USA versus Portugal. Uh, we far expected to, to lose heavy. This is the ghost friendly that... Uh, we, that was supposed to be a warm-up for some kind of a tournament of some kind. Well, and no, I, I realized, though, I realized, actually, it still was a, war, a World Cup warm-up. Oh, sure, 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 sure. for sure. the Qatar World Cup, as was Jurgen's <laughs> plan the entire time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're getting a jump on the next cycle, guys, and it all starts here in this friendly versus Portugal. It's nice to have something to talk about other than, um, yeah, you know, whatever. Depression, some Depression, some, some tournament that we don't know about other Fear. than Qatar. Uh, shall we just dive right into the lineups? Dive in. Let's dive. How many gloves do we want to give Horvath? Can, Guys, can you give roster... him extra gloves <laughs> retroactively? Does anybody, does anybody have a third glove? <laughs> anybody got some spare gloves? Does anybody have a third glove for Horvath? Put gloves Poor on his guy. feet. We'll get there in the recap. Ethan Horvath, oh you're starting. Good luck. Hey, man, you're actually a good keeper. You just take this 45 minutes, don't make any big errors, and, and put yourself in the shop window. All right, Brooks and Miazga are going to be our center back pairing. We're going to have... Biazga. Biazga. We're going to have DeAndre, and I wrote this one down, DeAndre Dreadlin on the right. Boom. As he gets his baby dreads going. <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop it. Yep, yep, and then, of course, yep, Eric Eric Lehigh with the finest policeman mustache I have ever seen. Are uh, you going policeman? I, I was thinking of another, uh, another famous thing? mustache type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm trying to, I figured I would keep it savory. The other reference I <laughs> yeah. could do is, uh, is this jazz drummer that I see at this jazz club, like no-name jazz drummer guy, but yeah, people yeah, wouldn't yeah. get that. So, uh, Stopper, uh, our number six, so to speak, is going to be Danny Williams in the center of midfield, holding it down. And then here's where it gets friggin' awesome. We're going to have Kellen Acosta and Weston McKenney. As our two central attacking midfielders. On the right, Tyler Adams. It's your boy, Tyler Adams. Coming all the way from Red Bull. Ish, Young ish, team. We've got on the left, Juan Agadello. And up front, shouts to your boy, CJ Sapong. Welcome to the team, CJ. We, the game opened up... We, with uh, both teams fielding young, young, young teams, U.S. pressed heavy, Pepe immediately being like, ooh, these kids are going yeah. a little hard. <laughs> I'm going to not play this game. This is not something I want to do anymore. Ripcord pulled. <laughs> 20 minutes in, greatest moment, uh, I think, in U.S. soccer history. Best moment of the cycle so far, for <laughs> exactly. sure. Exactly. Best moment of next cycle so far. Uh, Weston McKetty... Uh, starts by intercepting and then finishes uh, by way of Juan through Juan Agadello. Attention, please. It was, of course, CJ Sapong who will be credited with the assist 
to Western McKinney. Uh, finishes off this this <coughs> thrusting counterattack with a mm. stabbing near post finish, reading the keeper gorgeously for his first ever cap and first goal, becoming the seventh player to accomplish those two things at the exact same time. We would then see Danny Oof. Williams and Kellen Acosta get into the most terrifying collision uh, I've seen. Perhaps the, the scariest thing I've seen since yep. John Brooks got dehydrated on the field. Uh, <laughs> it looked like he was about to <laughs> pass away on the zombie field. Zombie John Brooks. <laughs> Everything is cramping. <laughs> uh, and then we're, we're beating Portugal, and the press is working, and our kids are playing great, and, and it's all going according to plan. Until Including Ethan a, nice cro- a nice meatball cross coming in from the left, yes. <laughs> no biggie. No biggie. No biggie. Well, I think it may not, I think it may have been a, let me hit, the, let me slap this off the keeper's hands type of thing. Right, the right. Portuguese one of those, player yeah. just kind of just slaps one in there, just gives it a shot. Uh, and Ethan Horvath lets it through his GD legs, his fucking legs. His entire body, though. It's. I mean, and he. It, it, yeah, it, it I know. It somehow the, the arms and then the legs. Yeah, every molecular bond in Ethan Horvath's body is <laughs> severed to make way for this soccer ball to pass. It was like a. Uh, it was like a FIFA glitch. <laughs> yeah, like, shoot like the, yeah, the one spot. At the he D. was there. He <laughs> was there. Right there. He was there, guys. It's a total, Throw your total. controller. Dave Sarakin just chucks a PS3 controller at the crowd. <laughs> oh, man. And, and Horvath, oh, man, the, the young man is, is trying to make a comeback. This is not going to help. He, he, he visibly is distraught on the field. Shaken. Uh, because he knows he's only, that's it. He's got 10 minutes to not make a mistake. Yeah, and exactly. And unless he pulls out a, a career making incredible genius save like that one Kaylor Navas had against us a few weeks. Yeah, minutes. right. Gravity-defying matrix Nothing is going to change the save. story. Yeah, right. So we go into half, unfortunately, with Ethan Horvath's career in the toilet. Uh, we would see then Bill Hamid and your boy, Cameron William. Carter Vickers, would come in for John Brooks. So Brooks Miazga, fun to watch, good to watch. Yeah. Uh, but not a whole. Not, but but then we'd get to see uh, Cameron Carter Vickers. Not a whole lot happened in the second half, so I'll basically just tell us the subs. But I will mention that Tyler Adams almost scores twice. Looks great, and both Adams and McKenney almost uh, kind of break this open and take the lead. And fine, I guess I'll add Juan Agudelo had a chance or two as well. Uh, so we got to see Lyndon Gooch and Viafania come in in the 58th for Agadello and Eric Lehigh, otherwise AKA anonymous jazz drummer from down the street. Uh, we get to see, uh, the, you, you know him, you love him. Sir Dom is back, guys. He's back. Sir Dom. Coming in for CJ in. Sapong. And then finally, uh, the, the patchy bearded captain we all expected from the start, who indeed did not have a patchy beard this game, uh, Alejandro Bedoya, would come in. For the for the Weston McKenney, after uh, McKenney covered himself in glory, so to speak, which I I always find to be a somewhat uh, weird phrase. It's a very odd phrase, <laughs> isn't it? Ty, what's your <laughs> what's your first impressions here from this one one? The game would end one one versus Portugal. It was a friendly. It was a great time. All the kids played. Uh, Ty, what's your first impressions? Uh, I was glad that some of our younger players who are probably perpetually contemplating the next move had the chance to face uh, Champions League opposition and uh, look sound. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, going into the match, we knew that the result wasn't relevant, but the performance definitely was. Um, and a lot of the individual performances, I mean, if you're Tyler Adams right now, you're thinking, shit, I can do that. Yeah, dude. So, for real. Um, for and real. and, and they great. can, and they can. I don't think it was an anomaly. I mean, I think the, the uh, Portuguese players were, were sufficiently motivated, you know, to, to do well in this match because of how it's set up as kind of a tryout for them. Uh, playing at home as well, they had to move the game because of a, a, a fire. Uh, and so it was like a fundraiser for this, this fire-stricken region of, of Portugal. So there's some extra emotional juice to it. Um, but nonetheless, our, our uh, young Yanks did really well. As you mentioned, the, the press, the energy, the, the tempo was really high. I was just, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, we've already done uh, seven episodes about the Trinidad game, but um, <laughs> if you think back to just the speed at which play was occurring, you know, obviously the field has to do with that, but there, there was uh, a lot more uh, hustling and checking to the ball than there was in that Trinidad game. Yeah, um, and a lot, and 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 it was a lot more efficient too. It wasn't just the use of energy; it was the efficient. Uh, that's right. Choice making that was happening with Wes McKenney, Kellen Acosta, and Tyler Adams in particular were right. able. They are able to press, and pressing is not mm-hmm. some fucking like. It's not effort. It's a skill of angles and timing, and these guys can yes. do it, and it's crucial in the modern game that we have players who can do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and who can uh, coordinate and trigger movements based on you know, predefined uh, signals. You know, a lot of the time, the, the game plan will be, okay, when the uh, uh, central midfielder drops between the center backs, then we're going to press the center back so that they have to pass laterally. You know, so th- there, there will be a, an entire... Uh, sort of rubric of, of which actions the team is going to take based on uh, which which situation they're in. And that's the kind of thing that um, I was expecting, <laughs> foolishly, I guess, was expecting the Bruce era to contain a little bit more of that because I thought that he would be willing to evolve as a coach. Nope, um, but I'll tell he you. He didn't really. I'll give you a counterexample <laughs> of Bruce evolving yeah. as a coach. Bruce still... In the list that includes Tyler Adams and Weston McKinney, includes Juan Agadello on that list of young players. <laughs> oh, oh! So did, what, what when asked this, when asked about the young players, asked, when asked right, about right, the young right. players great, before the game, great. he's like, "Yeah, they, we got to give the young players a chance." Players like Weston McKinney, McKinney. Bada by bing. the way, he says Pulisic <laughs> also. Pulisic, uh, Tyler Pul- Adams, Pulisic, Pulisic. Yes, right, right. And Juan Agudelo, I believe I saw him check his mental calendar for how old Juan still was to see if he could get away with saying this. It's just ridiculous. The man's got it. You can tell, you can really see in it when he speaks, sorry to interrupt your first impression, but you can really see no. when he speaks how uh, unwilling to change his philosophy, he actually is. I mean, oh, he crap. says yeah. he insists on saying things like, "Yeah, it's clear that we have we have a good uh, generation of young talent coming up, uh, but uh, we need to make sure they're surrounded in the right environment." And it's just code for we need to still bring our old players and mainly play them instead. <laughs> it's so <laughs> frustrating. It's like so stupid. <laughs> We're going to keep DeMarcus in there as an example. That's right. So fucking annoying. We're going to keep Jeff Agus, George Washington, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Got some dual nationals in there. Uh, yeah, so... Oh, Bruce. We know uh, the, the, the one that killed really me, the quote nice that I heard that killed side. me. 
<laughs> I, I don't know any of the sourcing of this, but I heard that he said, well, you know, I was expecting Brooks and Miazga to be my center back pairing at the World Cup. Why didn't you and play I Brooks Miazga? I wanted to punch him in the face because, it, so yeah, Brooks was hurt for, for the most recent camp, fair enough. But <clears throat> the uh, myth, and I, I didn't realize until it happened that these myths are that powerful to change the behavior of someone who has such an impact on how things play out. Yeah. But he really believes that you just can't put a 22-year-old out there in a pressure situation, even if they're better, because you have to have the worst but experienced player, which is just complete, completely uh, false. It's wrong. And then uh, the, the other thing I was realizing uh, in our eighth episode about the Trinidad game um, was that... What what probably happened in that locker room, the reason why he threw the, the same lineup out there was, good job, guys. You did it. You did it. This group did it, and I'm going to give you the chance to finish finish it off. And I was, I was realizing, like, all of these irrational, dumb things that, that went into the selection right. process. Right, and why and, is and it I, irrational and dumb for, for, for the viewers? I agree with you completely. Oh, but why sure, is it because, dumb to give the reward, to have the Trinidad be a reward game uh, because it could have been a preparation game, essentially, right? Well, it could have been a preparation game, but most importantly, we could have had a better chance to win. You know, we, we went into that game with a 92% chance to win instead of a 96% chance yeah. to win, you know? And, you know, who knows if it would have, if that 4% would have made the difference, but what the coach owes it to uh, all of us to do is to maximize the chances of going to the freaking World Cup, and that often includes playing younger players. Like, another another thing that I... <laughs> I was, like, <sighs> rerunning all of this tape in my mind, um, and I was thinking back to that Panama uh, uh, qualifier, which is, in my opinion, where we missed the World Cup the most, was that, that mentality that we had in that Panama game. Um, and Jermaine Jones played in the middle in that game. And I was thinking about it, and it's like, okay, well, quite obviously, Weston McKinney, six months later, is like a billion percent ahead of He's Jermaine so Jones. so fucking good. Yeah, right. So are like, you telling me, honestly, that Jermaine Jones was a better choice then than Tyler Adams or Weston or Kellen to play in central midfield in that game? It can't like, be, dude. It can't be. I mean... It can't possibly the, be. Was Tim Ream a better choice than Matt Miazga to play in that game? No. So you go back continually to this to this fallacy that you have to have an older player in there when the situation is tense or difficult and it's just dumb i mean obviously these these young players have been in pressure situations themselves it's uh, older players don't have a monopoly on that um so i it it it, it compounds my frustration as as one of our uh uh great uh listeners and twitter confidants uh, josh mentioned he 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 tweeted at us and said my hope is that the young players uh, perform well and prove that they should have been involved in qualifying. My fear is that the young players perform well and prove that they should have been involved in qualifying. Kind of, yeah. It's hard. It's kind of, and this, that's exactly yeah, what this, happened. This it's stuff. just like, ah, oh, fuck, these guys were good. Yeah, and it's this what devil's were we wager. Thinking? It's this devil's wager because now it's like, goddamn, like these guys really could have done it, man. Like Miazga, Miazga, shouts to Miazga. Dude's probably gained twenty pounds since the last game we saw him play. He's like, oh yeah, he's like looking yeah. enormous. Car- Cameron Carter Vickers too. Shout out to him for his uh, his 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 uh, physique, dude. The guy Puberty. is terrifying. <laughs> he's like a tank. CCV is a tank, yeah, and uh, and and yeah, Miazga is has gone from being uh, beanpole skinny to being like 
quarterback skinny, like Matt Ryan skinny. Yeah, you know? That's right. He's is kind of Matt um, Ryan skinny. Yeah, he's like, he, he, he's, in, in there's no eyes, amount. He's there's no the, the tallest Franco. He's the tallest right? Franco. I mean, there's there's no amount of muscle that. that 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 he that Matt Miazga can add for him to look like Cameron Carter Vickers. He will never look right, like Cameron right, Carter exactly, Vickers. Exactly. But I mean, he they looks probably solid. Have the, he looks the robust. same amount of muscle. And yeah. that was essentially yeah. the only. That was like the criticism for Miazga for a long time. Was like it just it didn't have that meatiness, that weightiness. And now he does, man. So he's technical. He can play on the ball. He's big, strong. He can score goals from set pieces. He's got all the things, guys, but we didn't play him and it's frustrating. And and uh it's true. It's it's difficult to it's kind of difficult to slowly come to the realization that Weston McKennie could have made a difference for us this cycle. This is not I mean, the way look, look, let's let's take a moment to just admire the kids game. <laughs> you this you is, put that kid on the field in Trinidad, you do you think we lose? No fucking way we lose. This that this game. guy does not allow things like that to happen. No, you know, he's it's not like his it. his entire his entire like being is is dedicated. It's it's insane. I, I love watching him. He's it's, such he's, an amazing a, player to watch. Guys, reach out to us on Twitter at WTP Pod. If this was your first, very first time getting to see Weston McKenney play a full ninety, um, you know, let us know what your first impressions of the kid were. I thought he was so good, man. And it shows, it, 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 it's not just his touches or his speed or anything like that. It's not the Cristiano Ronaldo measurable traits. It's the, it's the, uh, it's the Marco Royce immeasurable traits. He, 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 he gets his snap, he's, constantly moving his head around on a swivel as they say yeah so he's right, he's right, got right. all these little snapshots of what the field looks like he receives the ball and then although he doesn't have the best touch of any teen player i've ever seen you know that might be politic um yeah. he he does make the right choice so he's you see it in the goal but you see it in a hundred thousand other plays throughout this game he just right. he just nudges the ball just tantalizingly into this little space where he knows he's safe he's the next one to get that touch but every right. other player around him thinks maybe it'll be them and it never is he uh he under pressure he can be surprised by pressure and then release a pass that he had as a plan b you can tell from the way he releases these outlet pa- passes that he's not deciding when the pressure comes to release right when the pressure right. comes right. he's deciding oh i gotta go with my outlet I got out. Right. Oh, got to go outlet. He's putting these little chips out wide to the corner flag. He's got these diagonal balls that go through like Sasha Kleshin style. And then on top of all that, on top of all that, let me diatribe. I'm almost done. On top of Do all it. that, you can't fucking dribble past this kid. He doesn't foul <laughs> you. He doesn't. He, you can't dribble. He just puts his feet on the ground, and these pros are like, can, cannot figure it out. I don't know what he knows about about def- defending in the midfield, because it's not like he's smothering players with like athleticism. He's not. He's just fucking. He just has his feet there where you want it's it's like he's psychic or something you can't get past this kid so so i i, I can't get enough i cannot get enough weston mckenny absolutely I was, I even even excited. in a very weird uh formation i was i was happy with the personnel that was selected um and i i recognize that the weird formation is kind of necessary to get all of those guys that we wanted to see yeah that's why that's probably why um, we it did it, it i thought it diminished the impact of uh of adams a little bit and i i, I love that this is going to be a thing that um Adams and McKinney. I mean, McKinney is nominally a little bit more defensive than Adams, but I think you you could put both of them in a number eight role for a senior national team today and be very happy. 
Um, and so they're, they're, they're going to have a, they're going to have a thing going. They're going to have a little, uh, uh, jostling for position. Then you have Kellen Acosta, who's a, a couple years older, uh, who's more established, but, but, uh, would you say less talented for maybe at this point? You'd uh, probably say that? It's hard to say right now, man. The kid could blossom, but he for sure has stagnated. Differently talented. Differently he's talented. Got, he's got the, uh, the set pieces, which is a big help. It's hard to say. I want to see Kellen in Europe, man. Because I feel like the yeah, difference between Weston and Kellen it could happen very soon. is context. It's not... It, I don't think mm. it's talent. So I'll, I'll, I'll make that stand. I don't think Kellen is less talented. I, I, I don't think... I think that, that uh, McKenney and Adams are, are both uh, in a better context right now. I just don't think that Kellen is as energetic... Like I think he's he's intelligent and uh, he which which is why he has played well at at fullback and like wherever the U.S. has tried to put him, um, attacking midfield in this game. Uh, he he adapts well to situations um, and he, I think he sees the game very well and reads the game well. But I, I don't think he has that like bulldog uh, like persistence. It's that, true. That it's Weston true. Has. And I think I he's had the he's that... had the upset. Kellen Acosta in particular has had the upsetting experience of. Of playing with his heart and having a shitty game, uh, so I, right, I wonder. Right, right. I wonder if yeah, he's trying absolutely. to keep it reined in. But I do see what you're saying right, in right. the difference in play. Where were, you, where, yeah. where were you going with that? I think I think it was Weston. There was a moment where he he made like a 50 yard sprint with the ball and had to stop, and he just like stopped on a dime and very very calmly picked up that Plan B pass, and he was just like he was just. Standing and not—he was not gassed in a position where I've seen so many players just be completely gassed and the and like Graham Zusi slam the ball out of bounds <laughs> or try to win you know try to win a throw in or whatever and he, and he was just like come at me bro like like three Portuguese defenders around him it was it was great I mean He's such a joy to you know, watch I I would say overall we we started the the 2022 cycle off right and and uh, maybe more pertinently. Uh, we have a core of an Olympic team that looks real good. Looks real what good. And say? guys, we didn't even get to see. So the Weston McKenney Tyler Adams joust, friendly joust, is going to be cool. Tyler Adams almost scoring, but failing to. Uh, so, you know, McKenney's mm. going to get the headlines if Ethan Horvath hasn't already ruined that for everyone. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, so, so it is going to be cool, and this is the genesis of that. Let's continue to watch. We got this Olympic team bubbling and brewing, and that one's going to include someone we didn't get to see, who it's, uh, we should mention at some point in this pod, is Josh Sargent. Picked up a little injury. Indeed. Um, uh, so, so we didn't get a chance to see the kid get his first cap. It's okay. It'll happen. It'll happen. But don't forget, yeah, I, as I we build bummed. up to this Olympic uh, team, he's included in there. Uh, we got players, Miazga... Not on there. Who's on there? I <laughs> uh, uh, I have an eleven. You have an eleven. You want to you want to shout 11? out let's some. Do this. You want to hand let's, out let's, some gloves let's real do quick. This. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna hand out some gloves to uh, Brady Scott, who is uh, in Germany at FC Köln. But you just never really know what what'll happen with that age group at goalkeeper. Could end up being Jonathan Klinsman. You never know. Johnny um, Klins, sneaky Asian. At, uh, at 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 fullback, we have the the classic uh, United States problems. Um, so far, I would probably go with Marlon Fossey, who was the U twenty uh, right back before um, before uh, he got injured prior to the tournament. And then I, I'm going to throw Justin Glad out at at left back, who's a serviceable uh, all round defender at at RSL. I'm not overly impressed, but I think he has a, a potential national team future. 
And then we have two guys who definitely do, uh, Eric Palmer Brown and Cameron Carter Vickers. Yes, EPBCCV, the law firm. You the know, law you firm know in him, full effect. <laughs> EPBCCV, that's, uh, that sounds even more like, it's like something that Halliburton owns, you know? It's like some, <laughs> some awful... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like yeah, not they, a company... They extract the poison from the monkeys and then right. poison other monkeys with them. Yeah, yeah it's the type um, of place that you look up what they do and it just says, we discover future technology solutions. Business solutions like, for what? efficient... Yeah we, we, yeah. yeah, we uncover business efficient solutions. It's it's someone uh, someone who is revealed in the Panama Papers, EPBCCV. <laughs> uh, ahead of them, um, this this sounds more like like some founding fathers. We have Adams and McKinney. Uh, <laughs> the founding fathers. <laughs> the founding fathers That's at so at uh, defensive midfield. In front of them, in a in a three, is uh, Sipu himself, Christian Pulisic. Ooh, so, so we're we having have him a, as uh, centrally. Yeah, I, I got him central, and then we have a, a tasty front three of. Uh, of Andrew Carlton, Joshua Sargent, and Brooks Lennon. Dude, this team the, is sick. The, the closest thing the U.S. has to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, With the crap Ronaldo. Um, we'll take him. The crap Ronaldo, and and so that's that's your core. And then you look at that team and you think, okay, well, we get three overage guys if we make the tournament. So where can we really improve? You know, we could probably improve at goalkeeper, improve at fullback, maybe one of the wing slots instead of Lennon. Um, so I mean, yeah, you 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 take maybe our our uh, three best uh, non ballistic seniors, um, and and layer that on top of this this core, and I think you you got a stew going. You know how we could get worse from that eleven is by trying to force oh. Michael Bradley into the number six position. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Or by An bringing aging in, Michael Bradley. Or by right, bringing right. in the uh, the sage wisdom of our mature role Graham. model Josie Altidore. Graham. Yeah, uh, Josie, please be nowhere near this team. God, the uh, worst. Well, you got to make it first, though. We're not. We're not even gonna. We're not even gonna go there because we got to make it. Oh yeah, and what tournament? It is we, hard. A tournament we haven't qualified for. It doesn't exist. It doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah. Folks, it's gonna but, be. It's gonna be a good time. Stick with us. We're gonna. Fiji's look good. We're yeah. We're feeling pretty gravy, baby. This was not that bad. Uh, totally, totally was expecting worse. And and it's just nice to form new memories, you know, to to know that this whole the, this whole thing's just gonna keep on moving. Um, it would be a lot nicer if every commentator did not consistently remind the viewer that the U.S. is not going to the World Cup. Yeah, it's they, as if they, it's as if there's some producer being like, people don't get, people don't uh, know a lot about soccer, so you gotta let them know. The basics, yeah. and they're like, you mean yeah, we have to yeah. tell the American people that we're not going to? The- yes, you have to tell them over and it's over again. It's just a portent. It's just a portent of what it's going to be like during the summer, when everybody, every every cousin of yours, oh my god, is going to be like, is why going to be we in there? touch? What happened? What, ha- what happened? Wait, I thought we were always in. Wait, you have to qualify for the World Cup? Yes, and we're going to have to just just pick at that scab for <laughs> 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 a month. Yeah. Actually, it's it's really yeah, going to be like the th- the three weeks that we're usually involved yeah, in the tournament, right? Yeah, because we're usually weeks. only there for a few games, anyways. Yeah. Uh, have you heard about this idea of getting some of the te- major teams that didn't qualify together for some friendlies? Have you heard about this? I have. I have. Do you know heard anything about this? I, is this actually is this I, a real I, thing or is this just a TV thing that the people? Uh, real journalists are saying. With uh, no sourcing, that this is under consideration. Um, 
Italy, since since last we spoke, has been knocked out. Yeah. Uh, Chile are out. Uruguay? Um, no, Uruguay's in. Oh, my bad. They're in. Um, oh, I'm not sure if Peru lost or not. Uh, but there's there's a, a number of solid teams. We could put a we could put a good eight. Don't eight don't team forget the other Concacaf World Power Honduras, which uh, went Honduras out. are out. So yes. that was a little minor Ivory minor Coast jab at Honduras. Out. Was just kidding, but that was an amazing game. Australia Honduras. Anybody watch that oh, second did you watch leg? It? Yo, I mean it was kind of a crap game, but the emotions though, the emotions. emotions. The World Cup is Tim already Cahill. happening, guys. Ugh, so cool. Tim Cahill's the man. Timmy Cahill, he's the man. He is the the immortal one. So, so uh, that'd be so dope. I, that'd this be fun. idea, I yeah, it would be fun. Uh, I have a, a a preference though, my which is, I think we should take every international break that we possibly can, and we should play in Guatemala. <laughs> I think, apparently, the only thing that we need to do is get over this this Maybe. stupid myth. Right. And I have that, a theory. I have I have a little hardest theory thing in the this. universe to go down to these countries. So. That's a, what I prefer. We do every time. That's right. We do. We should be playing. We should be playing those uh, Concacaf qualifier situations as much as possible. But I realized this happens a lot for us. We play these friendlies. It happened when we played uh, Germany and the Netherlands. I think back to back a while ago when Bobby Wood scored that crazy goal. We play up to this type of competition, or you could say we're playing down to the competition in Concacaf. This uh, coincides with another observation, which is just how different the game is in our region and in our country in particular than it is anywhere else. Um, So players like Weston are going to have to adjust to the low level of play. Weston and Pulisic will have to adjust and learn to play this other game called CONCACAF soccer. So let's call it football which you play versus European countries, and soccer, which you play here. The two things are totally different. And we, unfortunately, in order to qualify for a football tournament, we have to win a soccer tournament. Think of it like uh, like if, in order to qualify for the World Cup, Brazil had to play a futsal tournament. It's like almost <laughs> the same game, but it's kind of different. <laughs> And then they have to go to the World Cup and, and, and adjust, make that adjustment. That's how we should be approaching this. We should say, okay, this is, this is, our, this is, a, this is a CONCACAF game. We put that in the uh, soccer category. We say, have we had enough games of this nature with these players? Who of these players has, you know, is, is suited to this? And then we go, now we're going abroad. Now we're playing a European team. Now we're playing a team that's going to play with some actual angles and some flow. Uh, like Portugal, and we're going to need to press that and understand that. Now we have to play football, and we have to bring in the players who can do that and who have experience doing that. And those two things are not the same, and I don't have a solution for this, but I think, uh, you know, I think um, if we're more conscious of it, we can be more effective at making that transition. Big time. Yeah, I've I've done this this analysis as well, Um, you know, going going back uh, for the for the ninth episode uh, about the Trinidad game, the idea, the very idea that the same 11 people, regardless of, of fitness, the idea that the same 11 players are the right choice in a perfect manicured field in, uh, you know, Disney, Disney arena, um, <laughs> yeah. as, as, as it is in, uh, in, in Trinidad is, is absurd, right? Like they're, they're, what, are, what are the odds that the same 11 players are the best choice for both of those situations, even disregarding fitness? Um, and so I think there is a lot of truth to that. I think we should 
but what I think what we what we ought to do the way that we have to approach it is not as a the soccer players are worse and the football players are better thing. Um, well, that's, but just to no, say that there are different qualities that that within the group, the group knows. Okay, you know, Polisic, uh, Polisic plays, uh, Weston plays, and Brooks plays. No matter what, maybe not Brooks, maybe Miazga plays. No matter what, right? Yedlin, I, w- um, I would say, even more so than yeah, Yedlin. Of those sure, two. sure. Like the the guys, the guys who are either too good to swap out or who have the versatility to do that. But you say. Yeah, we we have a, a twenty three man roster here. We're going to use all twenty three because uh, because you know eight of you are home game only and eight of you are road right. game only. Right. You know, um, I think that makes a ton of sense, and and uh, it's something where early on in a qualifying cycle, like you imagine the psychological impact that could have on a player if they if they are named to the away team, uh, and so they know that every opportunity. They that, that that every time we we go away, they're going to be called upon, and they can prepare mentally for that over the course yeah. of an entire qualifying cycle, not just a you know not just one camp. Interesting theory, because then you also have players who can only whose only opportunity to prove themselves is as road warriors, um, and maybe maybe that imp- puts a little bit more impetus on on the importance of the the away games and on the opportunity that these away games actually are to crush ass to like destroy these teams. I don't understand yeah, why yeah, this exactly. is even and a maybe, question. Maybe the way we, we put it is like the, that maybe you split it so that the win bonuses on the road are better because you, you say, well, these are these are the points we don't usually get. Yeah, right. We're, we're, you it's, get not, a... it's not that we're relegating our uh, quote-unquote soccer players to play in these crap games. It's that we're calling on you because we think you give us the best shot at winning these games that we can't traditionally win, whereas the home game players, I mean, we've got plenty of players who can win the home games. That's right, yeah. So um, we'll I, 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 I like the idea. Who, who would you take from the, from the current uh, player pool? Who would you consider a road player? That's Bobby? A, that's a really cool question. That's a really interesting question. Let me think here. I like Bobby. Bobby Wood? Yeah, the Oodster. The Oodster, I don't know. Oodster's Oodster's out of favor with me right now. Um, let's see, who's a really good like road warrior? I I can't. I, Kellen is okay. Kellen's okay. Gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Paul Ariola Nips is good. He's a good Ariola. Ariola yes. is a perfect away. It's like, all right, kid, you're gonna prove yourself. You know, totally, you're, you're starting totally. cal, you're yeah. starting team caliber, but uh, you're also kind of insane, and you have like an endless engine. <laughs> you're slightly insane. It's like, you're like well, a little... and, and uh, you know, there's a case to be made that we don't necessarily need what he brings as much at home, where we have all the pressure and the momentum. Like he yeah. he has he has two things. He has an outlet, so so he like latches onto long balls and makes these great runs and has really good touch to, to receive a long pass and things like that, which is incredibly helpful when you're going to be more under pressure because then you have the, the ability to, to play out more quickly. Um, but he, he can also make things happen uh, in an attacking sense on his own because he's he has a great dribble and a, and a good cross. So he, he's the, the perfect kind of player to be involved in a three-man counterattack Whereas to be involved in sustained buildup, it doesn't really utilize his strengths as much as it would use utilize the strengths of someone like Kleshton, for instance. Truth, um, yeah, and Kleshton so, is a perfect example of a like keep him in keep him in the packaging. We're using him for the home games. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> or fail fail Harbor as well. You know, yeah, yeah. fail Harbor as I, well. I, I like this idea. Reach out to uh, follow us on uh, on Facebook. 
Like us. On, yeah, if you people. could. No, you like people on Facebook. Like us. Like us on like there. Us on there. Um, it's it's WTP Pod on Facebook, and uh, maybe we'll we'll have a little chatski in the in the on our wall. Is that it? That's <laughs> oh the one? Lord, wall. <laughs> we suck. Use the Facebooks, and uh, befriend us. Yes, if you could. And we will also be uh, we will also be giving you some info about some future apps. What are yes. our exciting so let's, future let's apps? Go. We are getting close to that time, so let's try to let's. Let's give our plugs and then wrap up our points. We got the motherfucking... Okay, the, the most important thing of the year is happening. But before I announce that, uh, guys, we got Julian Gonzalez, BN Sports uh, broadcaster. Um, man on, about town. Man about town. Seattleite. Seattleite, bruh. I met up with him in downtown Seattle in the VIA6 building. We talked for 30, 40 minutes. He's very cool. Very nice, was very generous with his time, and I got a very crap recording of it, which I have doctored up as well as I possibly can and will present to you folks. Uh, so it's it, that's going to be a fun little app. Definitely look out for that. Fun interview with me and Julian Gonzalez. We talked about uh, the, the, the game in this country. We talked about the funniest moment he's ever had in a broadcast booth, and we talked about Josh Sargent. So definitely check that out. Uh, and then... And then, and then, and then, it's that it time just gets of better year and better. again. <laughs> Can it get any better than Julian Gonzalez? It does this year, folks. Because this marks, this Portugal game marks the last game of the year. What that means is we're going to have to uh, do our yearly ritual in which we go back over the entire year and go through the most crucial Things that you need to know and that you now need to know again about this men's national team in the peeps. We're doing the peeps, the peeps, the peeps. Imagine a crusty old peep that's been in the closet for months and months. We're going to award those to some of the funniest moments. Some of the We're hoping to stretch out this one packet. What? Of peeps that we got at CVS. We're, we're going to stretch it out over the next four and a half years. <laughs> so right. those things are going to get nasty. So every year we kind of do this uh, fake award show uh, on this show. We, real award show. Sorry. Real award show. Uh, yeah. and, and we, we it It's just... a real fake award show. <laughs> the awards are fake. It just, the show is real. It just gives us a chance to gloss <laughs> over the whole year real quick. And just remember that it, it's, it's, it's all kind of fun and games. And there's so much funny shit that went down. So, and, and we, you know, this is a competition, a sport. People get trophies for winning. You get peeps for being weird or funny or strange or unpredictable. So, so that's, Living the WTP lifestyle, as we said. Yes, living the WTP lifestyle, whatever that means to you. So, folks, get ready for the peeps. Uh, let me say this. If you have, uh, if you have a peep category that you'd like to see for this year's peeps, I'm flying by the seat of my pants, Ty. Is this cool with you? Yeah, If you yeah, have a yeah, peep cool. category that you'd like to see for this year's peeps, uh, you know, sh- shoot us a, shoot us a little message on Twitter. Uh, put that on our <coughs> on our Facebook wall on the Facebook. We'll we'll see that. You know, let us know if there's anything in particular you'd want to see. Some categories we've had in the past were were what? Ty? Funniest moment. Uh, uh, best yeah, yeah. Fishy. La- last year we had um, most exciting. Right, fishy. we had best fishy. We had uh, jerk of the year. Jurgen. The, the Jurgen Klinsmann Jerk of the Year Award. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Baller of the Year. Yep, yep, Baller um, of the Year, Pulisic. We had, uh, we had 
moment. I think we had we had a moment. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, like... And we had best look. We had best look, which was won by I believe Cuban Ball Kid from last year, who, <laughs> yes. who clowned Michael Bradley on several so occasions. So funny, this guy. <laughs> he, that guy's gonna be a star. Yeah, <laughs> We're all gonna be working gonna be for him huge. someday. <laughs> <laughs> Kid. So yeah. we're going to go through the archives, and, and the way that the peeps work is, uh, you know, Clayton is s- such a wonderful servant to the show and hosts this fine podcast every single episode, so the peeps are my chance to give back. I am the host of the peeps, and I uh, create the nominations, and, and Clayton decides uh, live and on the air who shall win <laughs> the, the, the peep in each category. So j- just shout me out if you, if you have a category you want to hear. Uh, if you have a nomination for any nominations that I might nominate to be nominees, <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to have some fun with it. And we're going to have some, it, it, it's the, uh, the term gallows humor comes to mind. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to get a little light, get a little light and, and, and move on past this hellish yeah, shit it's, year. It's been terrible. It's been awful. It's been wonderful and beautiful. And you've been with us the whole time. Let's wrap it up. Any loose ends here? I did have one loose end about this game. I know we're, we, we got, we got macro there. I want to get micro just for one second. CJ Sapong, man, uh, not a bad game. My first time seeing the man play, not a bad game. Uh, I did not give him credit for being part of that press. He was an important part of that press. I also did not give him credit for the assist, which he got instead of Juan Agadello. So have a seat there, uh, Swami Jurgen, take it easy, bruh. I corrected myself <laughs> in the original recording. You are forgiven. <laughs> I love uh, I, I love me some Swami Jurgen. Any other loose ends here before we jump into hopes and fears for the next couple months? Uh, no, do it. Let's do a little hopes and fears. Uh, I have a very distinct hope. What's the hope? If I may. What's your hope? Um... Kellen Acosta, got to get overseas. Yeah, get overseas, man. It's it's time. It's time. He's he peaked. I think Adams should go too. To be quite I honest, agree. I agree, one hundred percent. Adams, you know what? What else is he going to get from this league? Other, you know, he's gone deep in playoffs. He's become a leader on the Red Bulls. What else is he going to get from this? Kellen, he, if he's, he's gotten into a, he's gotten into fisticuffs with Josie Altidore. I know. This, this is on, the man. checklist. Come this on, is the MLS checklist. He's he's taking care of it. Yeah. If Kellen Acosta spends another two years in the MLS, he's Juan Agudelo. I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I don't want it to I happen. I 100% concur. It's time. It's time. Uh, my fear, my fear, my fear is that uh, something, something sad will happen to one of DeAndre Yedlin's dreadlocks. One, he's just starting them out. They're so tiny. They're so small. And I, and I believe yeah, in like. So I don't. He stands too close to some revolving doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets. He just tries to light a cigar up and he catches right, one of those right, babies right, exactly, on fire. Exactly. I wouldn't yeah, it's, want it's that. A, That's my fear. That's my fear for him. He he, ca- he catches it on fire uh, from a menorah <laughs> when he's lighting a menorah. <laughs> Very right, seasonal. The reason, don't up. forget the reason for the season, guys. <laughs> it's the peeps. I love. I love. 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 Uh, getting a. a, a polished gemstones, you know, they, they, they all have different different esoteric spiritual qualities that are that are uh, difficult to prove. So anecdotally they, they, they have qualities gemstones do. Uh, I, I really like um, applying uh, adhesive to things, especially if it's with a brush. Do you don't get it too many opportunities in life to apply an adhesive with a brush, do you? Hell no. Hell no. 
So I, I like it when I, I get some of that when action I, when I get that chance, and and I and I love uh, the brightness of a blue LED light, but I don't love any of that shit as much as I love the baby gnats. Good job, good children. Good job, children. Go to sleep. Shh. Good night. That's so that's so creepy, dude. We cannot. Good night. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Oh, coffee. You're the best thing in my life. Everybody reaches for the coffee. <laughs> I don't know, man. Nothing it's... wins over coffee at that moment. Yeah, dude. In this in this window of time, when your body just the 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 weight of being is too much to bear.